Hi guys, welcome back. On today's episode, we're going to be joined by Fraser Mills, who has been working as a web developer for nearly two decades. Five years ago, he went out on his own and started his own business called Media Central. Fraser's work has all come through word of mouth, and it's given him the freedom to work remotely as a digital nomad all over the world. Originally from Palmerston North, Fraser has lived in Argentina, and Monica, and today he joins me from his home office in Peru, a country that he's called home for two years. Hi Fraser, thanks so much for joining me today. Lovely to see you. Sure, thanks for inviting me. Oh, no worries. Now tell me, before we start, where are you based right now? So right now I'm based in Lima, Peru. Amazing, amazing. And so I understand that you're living over there and you set up your business, um, obviously in New Zealand, but you've been able to work remotely for a couple of years now. Yes, so being a web developer, it's, I guess, one of the easier jobs to work remotely for clients in any location. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's all... All still my same New Zealand clients, but I'm just living over here in Peru. So what led you to Peru in the first place? Uh, good question. So in 2018, I took three weeks off from work and just for a bit of a vacation, um, did the touristy things, went to Machu Picchu, and also did a sort of, it was kind of like a, cultural exchange work experience through a New Zealand company, Salino Health, um, who sells maca from Peru. Okay. And so we went into the farm for a week, helping out, doing the harvesting and doing a bit of sightseeing and stuff as well. And after that, I decided to come back the following year. Just mm. really enjoyed it and mm. had a bit of a calling to come back to Peru and this time I planned for three months with the possibility that there was the knowing that I might stay for longer and yeah that's what I've done been over here for more than two years now. Okay so you moved over there um, in 2019, 2019 pre-COVID. Yeah that's correct so yeah it has changed things a little bit um with COVID but mm. uh on the whole life goes on as well mm. yeah cool and like so you're talking to me today it's Sunday evening over there and it's Monday morning here and you were saying to me before we started the interview that you've um adapted your business to work basically on New Zealand time so you're working in the afternoons and evenings in line with our mornings here in New Zealand and that's working really well for you and your clients like it's a great working arrangement by the sound. Yeah also time zone I can still be available for clients through to sort of mid-afternoon well it gives me the focus to work on on projects any work during the morning and afternoon without any distractions which is really good from a productivity point of view. Absolutely. Oh, good on you. So how long have you been a web developer for? Uh, so I was studying engineering at Auckland University in the late 90s, and that's when the sort of the internet, World Wide Web came on the radar, and I just, something just really clicked, fascinated me about it, and uh, yeah, 
decided that's you know that's what I wanted to do and so mm. pretty much since yeah around 1999 is when I really started learning and getting into it. It was quite early on in the piece. I went to university um I think 2000 and we learned HTML at a very basic level. And I was like, what is this? I'll never need to use this in my life. But then all of a sudden, it's like everybody needs it. It's, it's just a skill that people need, right? Yeah, it definitely comes in handy for the basic HTML knowledge, I'd say. Yeah, sure. yeah. So you were one of the, I suppose, not early well, early adopters in some ways, or, or you really saw a career path in a space that you probably could see there was a, a good future in at that time. Yeah, I guess I could see the potential for it and it definitely didn't show any signs of going away. So I yeah. always never had any problem finding work and mm. um, yeah, just continued with it. Okay, great. And so when you were based in New Zealand, you mentioned that you lived in a couple of different places. Give me a bit of a rundown as to where you were traveling and living and how your life panned out before you moved over to Lima. Yeah, I was studying, I grew up in Palmas North, but then went to university in Auckland. Uh, continued living on in Auckland for a few years. I must have lived in Auckland almost 10 years altogether. But I've also spent a year down in Invercargill at SIT studying uh, Diploma of Journalism. And then after that, I also spent a year in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Mm-hmm. And again, I was working remotely there, so it's sort of nothing new for me. Again, had my New Zealand clients and mm. working remotely. Yeah. Um, and then when I came back from Argentina, I spent 10 years in Wanaka. Okay. So down in South Island. Beautiful. And yeah, until, until I came over here. Okay, and what, what, so would you say that, um, I mean, you've, you've, you've obviously got a partner now over there, and you're, would that be keeping you over in Peru as well, <laughs> having met someone local? Yeah, I've definitely got plans to come back to New Zealand. Um, yeah. With the COVID situation, yeah, we're definitely not making any plans, but yeah. um, the long-term plan for sure is that I want to come back to, we want to come back to New Zealand, yeah. Yeah, so do you speak Spanish? I'm learning, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, good on you. Oh. Look, I think if we look at what's happened in the last year and a half, it's interesting because I feel like people, the, the term digital nomad is no longer a foreign term or a, a novelty factor to a lot of people, you know. it's. I, I mean, I personally tried the digital nomad life uh, back in 2016. I went to Bali and worked and lived over there and worked remotely with New Zealand clients, which was fantastic. But now with COVID, you know, everyone's able to work more remotely, to run their businesses from anywhere. And I suppose your testament to that, you're showing that that is, that is a reality and that is, that is something that you're doing successfully. So what kind of tips would you give to other people who are looking to maybe work more remotely? I mean, we have all been forced into that business model over the last year and a half anyway, but can you give us some tips around what works and what doesn't? Mm, hard to say because for me it's sort of fairly, yeah, I feel like I've been doing it for such a long time now. I did, did have um, clients locally in Wanaka who I worked with and it was 
you know, there's really great, obviously, to meet face-to-face, you can't replace that. But when you're working remotely, I guess that communication is just that much more important to, you know, be a little bit more in contact and reassuring. Um, yes. Yeah, any any doubts or, yeah, just you just need to really increase the communication of anything. Mm, that's that's a good point and just to stay connected with people and, and approachable so I know you have a phone number a New Zealand number which I can call to get hold of you um, and that's awesome so I, you know potentially I mean you do my website <laughs> a little bit you help out with my website so I could call you and just get hold of you quite easily yeah I think that's something I focused on before I went away is made sure that I was easily contactable um, like you said, I've got a New Zealand phone number which comes through to my Skype account and you know, I use WhatsApp a lot to stay in touch with um, family but also clients mm. as well and Facebook Messenger as well. So okay. um, yeah, on the whole it's yeah, it's all the tools are there and yeah, Zoom of course. As yeah, well. absolutely. And so um Fraser, if you can look back over the last let's say 20 years, because it's probably 20 years or so since you um, decided to take this career path as a website developer. How would you say that your your business and your, your personal knowledge of website development has grown and changed over the years? Yeah, I mean, what hasn't changed? I mean, it's obviously the technology just is constantly changing and it can be uh, can be demanding to sort of keep up to date with all the new technologies and you'll have clients who are using all sorts of different services and they sort of expect you to be knowledgeable on all of them mm. so I mean I do need to spend quite a bit of time keeping up to date on what's happening what's new um, because yeah, my clients rely on my judgment and suggestion as well. Yeah, yeah. And what about your business? How has that evolved? It was around 2016 when I actually started working for myself. Before that, I was working largely for a small media company. Okay. And doing these sort of websites and online stuff, email. Um, so that they were winding down in 2016 magazine industry mm. sort of reached its peak so I had always well I, I had wanted to go and do my own thing but at that stage I was really gave me the push because I didn't have any other option but um, but I mean yeah I landed on both feet running and it's all worked out fine mm. you know I've, I've put in the work to go the extra mile for the mm. clients um, mm. to keep them happy and do a quality job yeah um, and it's all paid off absolutely and yeah that's what I think we all have to do you know in the early days of starting a business if we go out on our own or we freelance or we've got you know a business that we create it's putting the hard work in isn't it and building that reputation and getting the word of mouth which really helps grow the business yeah totally I mean word of mouth is 100% how how I've survived and got all my clients and mm. just make sure that the clients are always happy so get repeat work and or get referrals and that's that's 
yeah worked for me wonderful wonderful i want to ask you about your own website <laughs> your website is very very basic actually for a web developer so tell me what's the what was the um psychology behind that yeah i mean it was even more minimal um earlier because i just always had had work and so you know it wasn't something i actually needed ironically but it is probably something you know I'd like. I would like to have a bit more of a presence. Um, mm. I have largely gone under the radar. Um, yeah, I think I think it would help to do it. But yeah, just yeah, that's what's happened, I guess. No, no, I think it's great. It creates a little bit of mystery, and sometimes simple is more effective than over overcomplicated or too fancy, right? So um, we all know that if we engage with a web developer, that you have a set of skills that you know, generally, unless we've studied that, it's beyond us. We, we, we need your help. So I think by engaging with someone like you, we know that you've, you've got that expertise and um, you've got a great portfolio that you can show your clients if they do want to find out who you've worked with or what you've done. Yeah, I mean, I have linked quite a few projects which I've done and I'd like to think that they speak for themselves. Yeah. But yeah, majority just sort of the work is WordPress and Shopify e-commerce yeah. websites um, and the majority is with Blend Creative which is a studio down in Wanaka which is a really amazing team and putting out some really quality work so it's been a pleasure to work with them, mm. be involved with them. Great. So Fraser what, what is the name of your business? So Media Central yeah so that's in part the location, sort of Centro Otago, slightly that sort of theme, but also just wanted to give that idea of a central point of contact communication with clients. Yeah. And, and yeah, obviously the media part is just in terms of the web mm. media. Did you ever work, just talking about media, did you ever work as a journalist in your career? Um. So after going to uh, SIT, I started Info News and I did do a bit of journalism writing. Um, we did a bit of uh, uh, video interviews, mm -hmm. but really I discovered that my what really interested me was uh, the web technology side of it. Yeah. But it was a interesting time because it was around 2005, 2006 that, you know, citizen journalism was starting and, I mean, YouTube wasn't, was barely on the radar. I think they got acquired by Google in that year in 2006. And so that was sort of the point when um, there was a lot of interesting stuff to me in that sort of time period and, you know, social media was a lot smaller but yeah ultimately yeah I re realized that my calling was really the technology and side mm. of things okay great you've been on quite a journey <laughs> and i think it's a real inspiration that you, you know you've you've kept the business going during COVID, you've worked you've worked from the place that you found yourself in before COVID, which is Peru, and you've really you've really thri I guess thrived, and you continue to help New Zealand businesses. So, congratulations! It's really great to hear what you've created, and what are your plans for the future with the business? Yeah, I mean, I I'm keen to keep 
doing what I'm doing, um, looking looking at new technologies. Uh, I don't want to get too technical, but the whole serverless side of things, which is sort of a new, using a lot more cloud computing. It's it's really, I mean, we're really only just seeing the start of it, and there's just so much more growth and opportunity. Mm. So um, I'm just keen to keep uh, staying on the edge of what's current and always providing the best solution to clients. Mm, serverless, I haven't heard of that yet, but that's, that's important. Cloud, I mean, we all know the cloud's great. Even when you're running like a small business like I do, you know, I use the cloud for everything now and it's it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, if there's one other thing I can add is just that there's there does seem to be so many opportunities online for starting businesses. I mean, it's just getting easier and easier each year. When I look at what I was trying to trying to do, even just a year or two ago, it's that much easier now. Mm. And um, for people who aren't so technical, there's a whole no-code movement, which is where you can sort of piece together the technology, and you don't need to you don't need to be a web developer with all this coding experience. I just want to encourage New Zealanders to to make the most of it. Fantastic. Well, that's really great. Well, thank you. On that note, I think if you can just give us your website, people can then obviously connect with you after this interview if they want to find out more about how you could help them. Yeah, sure. That'd be great. That's just mediacentral.co.nz. Great. Well, thanks, Fraser. All the best and keep on enjoying um, your life overseas and hopefully we'll see you back in New Zealand really soon. Great. Thanks again.